0: mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannahgilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannahgilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. In this scenario, a developmental editor will read through your manuscript and explain what's working, what's not working, and why, and then they'll recommend the next steps you can take to improve your story and become a stronger writer. This type of report is usually called an editorial assessment or a manuscript evaluation. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the different types of book editors and how to know when you need to work with each different type of editor. And I wanted to tackle this topic today because A, this is something I get asked all the time, B, every book needs editing no matter what kind of story you're writing, and C, working with an experienced editor is one of the best investments you can make for your book and for your writing career. So once you've decided to work with a professional editor, how do you know which type of editor you need? And then how do you know when you need to work with that type of editor? Well, the answer depends on where you're currently at in the writing process. You need to work with the type of editor who is going to give you the right kind of feedback and help for where you're currently at and where you want to go next. So let's dig into what each different type of editor does, and as we go through them, I'll explain when the best time to work with each type of editor is. Okay, let's dive in, starting with a developmental editor. A developmental editor is someone who looks at the big picture of your story, so they're concerned with the overall content and structure of your manuscript and whether or not your story works. To determine whether your story works, they will examine your story on a micro scene-by-scene level as well as the macro global story level, and they'll focus on things like character development, story structure, plot, genre, theme, and point of view, so all that big picture stuff. And then at the end of their analysis, they will provide an editorial letter that acknowledges everything that is working within your current manuscript, and that outlines what is not working while offering suggestions for revision. Sometimes a developmental editor can act as a book coach, guiding you through the entire writing process from start to finish, but not all developmental editors offer this type of ongoing support, so you will want to double check with any editor that you interview if this is something you're looking for. That being said, a developmental editor's job is not to write or rewrite your story for you, so if you're looking for someone to do that, then you probably need to hire a ghostwriter. So let's talk about when you should work with a developmental editor. And there are really three different times in the writing process that a developmental editor's help could be really beneficial to you. So first you can work with a developmental editor when you have a new idea for a story, but you don't actually know how to go about writing it. In this scenario, a developmental editor can help you plan and outline your story, as well as guide you through the writing process on a scene by scene basis. These days, this type of ongoing support is often called book coaching. So again, if you're looking for a book coach and you're interviewing developmental editors, just double check that they do offer this type of service. You can also work with a developmental editor if you get stuck in the middle of a draft and if you can't figure out how to move forward. So in this scenario, a developmental editor can give you prescriptive and actionable feedback to help you get back on track and moving forward again with your work in progress. A book coach can also help you at this stage as well. And finally, you can work with a developmental editor when you have a finished or nearly finished draft. In this scenario, a developmental editor will read through your manuscript and explain what's working, what's not working, and why, and then they'll recommend the next steps you can take to improve your story and become a stronger writer. This type of report is usually called an editorial assessment or a manuscript evaluation. So those are the three best times to work with a developmental editor. And a developmental edit is the first stage of editing that all manuscripts should go through. It's the most important part of the editing process, and unfortunately, it's the one that gets skipped the most. And I think it tends to get skipped the most because A, maybe some writers don't even know they need to do this, and also B, working with a developmental editor is a big investment, but it's one of those things that can and will save you money in the long run. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, imagine that you've spent a few thousand dollars getting your spelling and your grammar fixed and getting your sentences and paragraphs all polished up. And then you query agents, but you get nothing but rejections back. So eventually you end up going to a developmental editor for help, and that developmental editor tells you that your story doesn't work on a fundamental level. So then you have to rewrite and change all of those polished sentences and paragraphs, and this is a very painful process. I've seen it happen to writers so many times and it's always so frustrating because they wish that they had just started out with a developmental edit. So yes, getting a manuscript evaluation or working with a developmental editor will require an investment, but trust me, it will save you time, money, and energy in the long run. So the key point here is that you do want to make sure your story works and that all of those big picture questions are answered before you get your words polished by a line editor or a copy editor. So speaking of line editors, that's the next type of editor we're going to talk about. A line editor is someone who focuses on the way that you use language to communicate your story to the reader. So they're going to go through your manuscript line by line to make sure the voice and style of writing are consistent, and they'll focus on things like awkward phrasing, unnecessary repetition, telling versus showing, passive voice, dialogue, point of view, and many other things. They might also suggest cutting or moving sentences or paragraphs, and they can even look for and flag any inconsistencies in your characters, settings, and your story's timeline as well. And a really great line editor can do all of this while preserving the meaning, tone, and voice of your original text. So just to be super clear, it's not the job of a line editor to provide you with an overall analysis of the quality, structure, or pacing of your story. Remember, that's what a developmental editor is for. So before you send your manuscript to a line editor, make sure your story works and delivers on your target reader's expectations. And then once you've gone through a line edit and made all of the necessary changes to your story, that's when you can reach out to a copy editor to tackle the next phase of story issues. So a copy editor is someone who focuses on spelling, grammar, and punctuation. They will address commonly confused words as well as ensure consistency with capitalization, hyphenation, and numerals, and things like that. This is often the last edit you will work through before your manuscript gets sent to publication, whether you're indie publishing or traditional publishing. Now, not all editors provide copy editing services. This is a common misconception I come across all the time in the writing community. Copy editing is its own skill, and in an ideal world, you would want to work through each phase of editing with an editor who specializes in that particular skill set. Since you will likely pay for your copy edits by word or page count, I recommend getting your line edits done before you move on to copy edits. You will not only have a stronger, more cohesive draft to send your copy editor, but you'll save money by having less words or pages to copy edit as well. So those are the three main types of editors, but I often see confusion in the writing community around proofreaders, beta readers, and acquisition editors. So let's go through those really quickly here as well. And we're going to start with proofreaders. So a proofreader is someone who looks at your book once it's been formatted for print or digital publication. They make sure that your copy editor's notes have made it into the final version or proof of your story and that the layout and page numbers are correct and things like that. So in short, their job is to make sure your book is as error-free as possible before it gets released to the public. Now, let's move on to beta readers. A beta reader is someone who will read your manuscript before it's published in order to mark errors and suggest improvements, typically without receiving payment, but not always. And although this sounds similar to getting a developmental edit, working with beta readers is not the same thing as a comprehensive developmental edit. So I do still recommend working with a developmental editor either before or after you contact your beta readers. Okay, and lastly, let's talk about acquisition editors. So an acquisition editor works for a publishing company. It's their job to identify which stories their publishing company should pursue. So they want to acquire stories that they think will sell well in the current marketplace. Now, your manuscript will have a better chance of impressing an acquisition editor if it's gone through a comprehensive developmental edit first. You don't always have to put your story through a line edit and a copy edit before querying, but you might want to if you know that your line-by-line writing needs some help, or maybe if English is not your first language. So just something to keep in mind. Now, let's talk about how to choose the right editor for you and your story, because let's face it, there are many to choose from. Other than knowing which editor you need at all the different stages of the writing, editing, and publishing process, there are a few other things to consider before you actually hire somebody. So no matter which type of editor that you're thinking about hiring, Make sure you're both clear on exactly what that editor will be providing, and don't be afraid to ask questions to get to know the editor before committing to hiring them. I'll give you a list of questions here in a second. But the other thing I want to mention is that before you start looking for editors to work with, I want you to consider what you're hoping to accomplish. So would you like to work with an editor on an ongoing basis or just get their feedback once? Do you think that you need help turning your idea into a working draft? Or do you just want feedback and suggestions for what to do next? So think about things like that. And then once you're clear on your specific goals, you can ask questions like this. You can ask an editor what type of editing they specialize in. You can ask them what genres they have the most experience in or which genres they enjoy editing the most or they like reading the most. You can ask about their editing background and how long they've been editing for. You can ask about their editing process. So how does it work and then what makes it unique? You can also ask them what makes them a good fit for your story or why they want to work on your project. Personally, I think that's a really fun one to ask and to answer. You probably also want to ask about the expected turnaround time and then how you're going to communicate back and forth both during the edit and then after the edit's over. So what happens once the edit's done? Are you still going to be able to ask questions or is that kind of the end of your relationship there? You can also ask to see testimonials from previous clients if you think this will help you make your decision too. And some editors even offer free samples so you can get a sense of their style and or the type of editing that they'll be providing as well. And the reason I suggest asking all of these questions is that A, it will help you weed through which editors are right for you and which ones are not. But also I want you to keep in mind that some editors do provide all levels of editing while others specialize in the style or depth of editing they do. There are even editors that prefer to work in or specialize in certain genres or age ranges over others. So these questions will just help you make sure that an editor is the right fit for you and your story. Now, if an editor doesn't understand the different types of editing or if they can't clearly explain the services they offer, then you probably want to keep looking. And in many cases, you will definitely know in your gut which editor is right for you. So don't be afraid to trust your intuition while choosing. So that's it for this episode. Let's do a really quick recap before I let you go. Key point number one is that there are three main types of edits that you'll want to take your story through. The first one is a big picture developmental edit, so this will help you determine if the overall content and structure of your story works or not. After that, you can move on to a line edit, which helps make sure the voice and style of your writing are consistent, and really all your sentences and paragraphs are the best they can be. Once you're done with that, you'll move on to a copy edit. So this is where you'll go through spelling, grammar, punctuation, and things like that. Key point number two is that working with beta readers is a great option for many writers, but it is not the same as going through a comprehensive developmental edit. So I do still recommend working with a developmental editor before or after you contact beta readers. And finally, key point number three is that no matter which type of editor you're hiring, make sure that you're both clear on exactly what that editor will be providing. And don't be afraid to ask questions to get to know the editor before you commit to hiring them. In many cases, I really do believe that you can trust your gut when choosing the right editor for you, so don't be afraid to trust your intuition when choosing someone to work with. And finally, I just want to mention that a great editor is someone who shares your goal of making your story the best it can be. In most cases, your editor will want to do whatever they can to help you execute your vision, so try to think of them as a part of your team. Doing so will not only make the process more enjoyable, but it will also be easier to accept their feedback when it does come through as well. Like I mentioned earlier, working with an experienced editor is one of the best investments you can make for your book and your writing career. If you approach the editing process with an open mind and a willingness to learn you will fast track yourself to becoming a better writer so that's it for today's show as always I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support if you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode you can find them over at savannahgilbo.com forward slash podcast and if you haven't done so already make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.